0: Some brands choose to buy recognition. NGK would rather work for a living. Time after time, track after track, season after season, the engines that continually propel NHRA teams to victory often rely on NGK spark plugs. From factory stock cars to the top fuel class, we put our name on the line. And when we finish first, which happens a lot, we
1: go back to work. Why? Because sometimes recognition can come with a price, but actions always speak louder than words. We earn
2: it. We own it. That's what matters to us. NGK Spark Plugs since 1936.
0: Podcast with your host Top Fuel Cam Cameron Farai and his co-host Mr. Top Sportsman Don
2: O'Neill.
1: Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Racers and Rental Cars Podcast, where we talk everything motorsports marketing related, the ins and the outs, the do's and the don'ts, the turning lefts, going straights, the rumors and the gossips. We are here to entertain you in the world of motorsports. So Cameron Frey and I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for rating, reviews, subscribe, telling 10 of your closest friends, and let's get into this week's episode. What's up, West Coast Cam? Hi, Don. Why do you always sound so negative when we get on the air to be? a podcast? I'm not negative.
2: I'm doing I'm doing just fine other than
1: you made fun of my haircut. Well, folks, if you tune in the next week at YouTube, you'll be able to see why I made fun of Cam's <laughs> haircut. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Racers and Rental Cars podcast where we're going to make fun of Cam and talk to one of the most prolific haircuts in the game.
2: Oh, uh, I'm mean, sorry for talking about haircuts.
1: We're talking about haircuts. You you and him, I think both of you need to get your money back. Nonetheless, we're going to talk to Will Smith this week as we're coming to you live from America's racetrack, Summit Motorsports Park, where I am looking at a huge American flag on this lovely Wednesday evening before, that's right, Independence Day, 4th of July weekend coming out. Cam?
2: If you're not not drinking, well, I have. Yeah, you're drinking. I can see that. But if you're not eating a tub of ice cream right now, you're in Norwalk. Um,
1: Dude. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm. Tra- look. Are you eating ice cream? You said you, you, said you were going to be very supportive of my health challenges, <laughs> and not not like, you know, make fun of me because I wasn't eating ice cream. And since you're going to make fun of me, I'll let have you know that I ate two, count them, two pounds of ice cream during this past weekend's Summit racing, Summit Nationals.
2: Okay, I'll give it. I'll, I'll give you that then. Two pounds.
1: Two. I'll buy How that. Ice cream did you I'll get? buy that for a dollar. <laughs> ah, that'd be $2. $2. And I'm going to eat a little more this week because you're probably going to do something I'm just going to cause me to have to call my therapist up and I'm just going to start leaning on ice cream for the rest of the week. What is going on on the weather than eating crow. Well, there's a lot of PR people that you know, Oof. there'd be some crow getting eaten. Yeah. Oh, you want to know what's
2: over here on the West coast? Absolutely. Yeah. Nothing, nothing. How's COVID treating you? It's f- great. I love like COVID. a dollar pound of ice cream. Yeah. It's, it's just amazing. It's managed to ruin my racing career. Um, <laughs> uh, lactose what else intolerant going
1: on over there? What do you,
2: yeah. I'm, I am lactose intolerant. Thank you for bringing that up.
1: Um, so yeah, I can't have ice cream. I can't race. I can't do shit. And It sucks. Well, you just, go ahead. just keep drinking your Corona beer and eventually, who knows, your wishes and dreams may come true. Yeah. Tune oh, in next week. A few more we weeks. Make- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, next week when we back
2: Cameron off the ledge. <laughs> for the third time this week. For, for the third time. yeah. No, the- but other than that, you know, not too much is going on here. Just daddy daycare is killing it. My son's getting more and more popular on the interwebs, uh, way more popular than me. Uh, yeah, he's jumping his bike, standing on his bike, riding his bike around the neighborhood. Like he's a freaking pro. Yeah. That's about it, man. That's all all you got. That's all I got. That's all all I've done. I haven't, I told Angie today. She actually just got home from work. I said, I haven't left this house in four days. I am going to freak out. I'm going to the shop tomorrow. She's like, you do you man. Go ahead. Four days.
1: I haven't left this house. Four days where you have to look out the window at Huntington beach, the ocean. Like yep. you like you had nowhere to go. I didn't this, have okay, anywhere to go. Okay, everybody point. at once now, please send in your hate mail at racers and rental yeah. cars for how sorry you feel for Cam that he's looking out the window at Huntington Beach in California. Everybody, please send that mail. Attention, Cameron Foray. It's it's been quite the rate. heat, quite the heat wave, too. Oh, what is it? Like 85? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ooh.
1: All I got to say is my air conditioner has
2: been on 70 all week. What? The AC has been on at 70 all week.
1: 70. Yeah. 70.
2: You can do that sort of thing in California when it's only 80 outside. When it's 150 outside where you fools live, um, it would probably just self-destruct. That's seven.
1: Who, who? Wait a minute. Hold on. I want our audience to know who you fools you're referring to. Are you, <laughs> are you referring to everybody in the Midwest? Again, please attention all that hate mail at racersandrentalcars.com to Cameron. No,
2: no I was referring to you and the mouse in your pocket.
1: <laughs> yeah that mouse left me a long time ago he's like was well, no your ma- is your mouse got back at the trailer or what yes nelly is back at the trailer but there's no cheese around here i promise you the mouse left he's like this guy's broke i'm out oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no hey this week we are racing up here again the back-to-back at summit motorsports park and we're going to get to talk to an individual that I'm probably probably right about this but he is the only NHRA driver that is also a marketing director for a sanctioning body in the world of drag racing so we're going to get to talk to Will Smith as he is the marketing individual guru head honcho right hand left hand all knowing responsible for the world of pdra the world's fastest door slammer drag racing association as he also pilots the harada motorsports nhra fuel car so as a driver so we're going to get to uh dive off in and try to understand how he keeps those worlds completely separate and i think we could use the word ethical as we follow that up there but first I want to talk about the biggest news this week in motorsports. And no, it was not Leah Pruitt not qualifying for Factory Stock Showdown. No, it was not Kyle Larson winning, which he didn't. He did not win an event over the weekend, although Hendrick Motorsports did continue their streak of domination.
2: No, it was not
1: the FIM and AMA parted ways. No, it was not. It is the fact that Chip Canassi Racing, the individual, the organization that basically streamlined some B2B marketing with Target for so many years, has sold to Trackhouse Racing and Justin Marks and OES Pitbull as of today, Wednesday as we're recording. So for 2022, Trackhouse Racing will have three charters available available to them as they will move forward in nascar and that my friend is huge news huge news yeah that's pretty wild I, that's i mean you're talking about some uh racing organization chip ganassi has obviously been involved in numerous different racing organizations from formula e indycar irl so forth and so on scca I, he's he's been around, right? He's like a uh, the next tier of Roger Penske of Penske Racing, but for him to be parting ways and heading off into the sunset, away from the NASCAR world, 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 and giving it up to track house racing, Justin Marks. I mean, that's a dude. It's huge. That is going to be a huge growing of an organization and he's getting lock stock and barrel assets employees all the way across the board so it's going to be huge going into 2022 great things happening and oh yes i want to make sure that i keep all the haters out there honest yes i did see that bubba wallace finally got a top five for the 2021 (laughs) season so i am not hating congratulations to bubba and freddie And Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin and 2311 Racing, they finally got that top five. Congratulations. So,
2: well, you know, you're talking about this selling out the teams. It makes me wonder when NHRA teams are going to start doing that. Because let's be honest, all the people that own the mega teams, they're not getting any younger.
1: No, we, NASCAR has this, I mean, NASCAR and NHRA, when it comes to challenges, the one when it comes to the ownership and leadership side, that is definitely one that stands out. Our NHRA team owners are extremely climbing up in average age for ownership and not having a succession plan, which obviously the second largest announcement this week was Jeff Gordon taking over as vice chairman of Hendrick Motorsports. Hello. I think you can put Jeff Gordon on the same call sheet with Michael Jordan. If he calls a company and says, Hey, my name is Jeff Gordon. I'd like you to come to a meeting about marketing and sponsorship. What CEO is going to say, yeah, pass. Yeah. What was your name again? Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. No, it's not happening. It's, It's so, I think that is definitely Rick Hendrick being whom he is when it comes to leadership. I mean, right now, he's the smartest man in NASCAR with Kyle Larson. I mean, he took a chance, invested his own money, gave Kyle, you know, and he is killing it. Well, now he's just killing it in the boardroom with the leadership side of bringing Jeff Gordon in. So, huge props on that. Again, you're going to start to see – a lot of dominoes fall as silly season is kicking off in NASCAR. So, but NHRA, I, you know, and we're, we can probably talk to Will about this when we get him on, but I don't see NHRA being structured to have the, the opportunity, if you will, to go to some sort of charter system to where we can have some sort of guaranteed value Back, and I think that's the biggest thing with NASCAR and the charter system is it provides the opportunity to have a revenue stream at, for the TV package. And those yeah. teams out there, they're, they I mean, they're paying their bills off of the TV package. And I don't, I don't feel like we right now currently have that sort of opportunity at NHRA. I don't think we're there. It would be awesome if we could get there. Uh, and we'd probably-
2: I'm very interested to see in the next. Five to ten years. I'm. I hope I'm still involved. I hope I'm really, really involved. But, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, you we're hear you... rumblings with other things going on, sanctioning bodies, but that's a topic for another day. But just, I mean, who knows? And and at the end of the day, it's just expensive. Like I hate to, I hate to say it, it's expensive. And oh, I know absolutely. it's way cheaper than NASCAR, but. I don't know, man. Money still yeah. money, my friend.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, let's dial up Will Smith. Let's get him all keyed up, chewed up, and we'll get on the road and they can start listening to somebody they probably rather listen to than you and me gas bag it away over here on Racers and Rental Cars podcast. So without further ado, let's bring in Mr. Will Smith. Will welcome to the show, my friend. In West Philadelphia, bone and raise Oh That's sorry. Right.
2: Sing it, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks for the opportunity.
2: Yeah, yeah. What's up, man? You guys welcome. a lot.
0: And I'm uh Glad to have the opportunity to be on with you guys.
2: Yeah, no, I'm glad it all worked out. I'm, I'm sorry, you know, you have to be so close to Don for so long of this episode, but you know, hey, you know, there's worse things in life, I guess. But
0: not how I pictured my Wednesday evening. But
2: uh, I, I mean, I've
0: been friends a long time. He is,
2: a, he is a good-looking individual, I must say. <laughs> but you know, you probably <laughs> had a little something, something. You know, I don't. Are you married? I don't know. I don't. Like, are you? Who, me? Yeah.
0: Oh, no, no. Oh, okay. All <laughs> right.
2: I, I didn't want to get you in trouble. Like, I just, you know, i just making sure. I just wanted to make sure that, uh,
0: you know. No, 10A fuel car, that's it. That's atta I mean.
2: boy. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Good man. No, he could. Hey, Don, he could be at the bar right now, spitting game, just waving his mullet, like, back and forth, like, just whipping his hair back and forth, just getting all the ladies right now. But instead, well, that's why I'm first... waiting
0: for this show to hurry up and in so I can do that. I'm about
1: an hour
2: behind schedule. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I threw my hair back and forth. A...
2: <laughs> yeah, kidding. But really, okay, let's speed it up. Don.
1: Uh, so question number one, uh, tell exactly. me about yourself. Exactly. No, Will, thanks for coming in. We, we We talked earlier about the fact that you work for PDRA and that you are also an active NHRA driver chasing sponsorship and marketing dollars for your own business side with Harada Motorsports. And here it is. You're also over on the other side of the fence and you're chasing money for the PDRA world. Now, before we start talking about the mullet, let, let's make sure that we have some real good professional conversation. And how difficult is that of, for you to be able to go from one hat to the other when you're trying to sell companies on both projects.
0: It's really not that difficult to cross but between the two, in my opinion. Um the two products that I am selling per se are are, I don't want to say completely different, but they are 180 from one another. Um it's funny how the experience I have on each side, you know, teeters on the other side. You know, it goes back and forth. And uh, I, I think it's, uh, you know, like I said, everything about PDRA is slightly different than what we do here at NHRA. Um, you know, having a TV program over here at NHRA, having online uh, streaming of the PDRA events, you know, slightly different there, but huge viewership numbers there. But that's a different a sell to the, to a potential partner. But, yeah, it's it's – Honestly being in the capacity that I am at PDRA has helped my race program with Dave and I. Uh that experience, that title, that credibility, you know, and, and that, you know, skill set per se. And I you know, I, I I strive to be better and better every day. I'm I'm no guru. I know you mentioned that earlier, but I definitely don't consider myself that. I'm just someone that's uh, drag racing is my passion. Um Always wanted to do it for a living and in, in whatever capacity that could be. Uh, ultimately, wanted to drive full time, which you know I'm able to do that now, and I'm able to work for the world's premier eighth mile drag racing series. So, um, it's uh, it, it's been a quite a change, you know, taking that hat um, and working for PDRA for I think I'm in my sixth season right now. And no, from no. where I came from, crewing on cars and doing marketing for a high-performance company, you know, SpeedTech Nitrous. Um, that was the biggest change is, you know, going from racer, crewman, salesman, so to speak, to now marketing director of a series. And, uh, and at the same time, too, now running over here at NHRA full-time, you know, having a very large responsibility here. I, I feel like I went from one extreme to the other at the same time.
2: So the PDRA Um, deal is, is, forgive my ignorance, but um, it's your full-time gig, right? I mean, that's your full-time job. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. I I, call it my nine to five, even though it's a 24 seven. No, I hear you. I hear you. (laughs) We all got those, but uh, yeah, no, I just was making sure some of the viewers might not have known that. So Um, no, that's cool. That's cool. It kind of reminds me, your deal kind of reminds me of when I was at race pack because, you know, race pack sponsored me as well but i also made my living there so it was it's kind of in a way the same but i was in charge of marketing and everybody was like oh well, why are you sponsoring yourself i'm like eh it's kind of different like it's not i'm not writing my own check if that if that makes sense but people probably think you write your own check and they think oh well, i'm just going to steal this sponsor from PDRA or and bring it over here and like but it's probably pretty different Cause the demographics you're looking at at PDRA is probably way different than the big show stuff that you're, that you're looking at. Right. I'm assuming
0: very much so very right. much so. And, and I will tell you just ethically speaking and just for who I am, I keep everything separate. You know what I mean? Um, working for Tommy and Judy Franklin and Tyler cross, you know, wonderful, wonderful team to work for. Um, I love that series. And, and it is funny because last week, we uh, had the North South shootout in Maryland and it happened to be on top of the uh, nationals here in Norwalk. So what happens, they let me leave early on Thursday to go chase my dream of racing. And uh, so I go in a couple of days early and help get everything set up. And, and uh, that is huge for me to work for a group that supports my, you know, goals and dreams over here. But at the same time, they know, they know what i put into the pdra they know i'm doing my job there and making sure all of our partners are happy and all the activation is completed over there so um i i I do keep that separate a lot but it's it's really cool to see how they support what i do over here on the nhra side and our partners too um it was a struggle I, i shouldn't say a struggle but it was a very lengthy period of time when I was hired on with PDRA to get some of the trust back from certain companies um, because the marketing side, you know, there was some, um, what's the word, how to put it? It's, you know, there were some balls dropped over there. We had three different people in charge of marketing and had a quick turnover rate. That was all within like six months or a year, you know, and, and, uh, you know, so I kind of, Come into it at a rough time or a hard time, I should say, and uh, a lot of those companies I had relationships with, you know, so I had to like get that trust back, and,
2: and yeah, you know, had you, to reel them back in.
0: Yeah, and and uh, you know, having the personal connections helped tremendously. At the same time, <laughs> you know, it kind of made it hard because you really, you know, it, things just weren't ideal at that time, and but. Irregardless, where we're at right now, six six years into it since I've been here, um, I, I think we're in a very great position and, and where I kinda got off on a tangent there was a lot of our partners. I'm so personable and one on one with all of our, our partners as I should be, as we all should be. And they support my racing too you know it's not an issue there but like you said it is a different demographic it's a different type of racing it's a different racer crowd um so it is even though we're both going in the straight line as fast as we can it's
2: it's pretty different now with you being the marketing what's your title you the marketing director that, yes okay yeah. they don't do they have sale like sales guys too or are you slinging sponsorship for them as I, well I do it all I, oh, okay. as far as that goes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, that's cool. I mean, you got guy got to wear many hats, you know, yep. that's, that's cool.
1: So when you're looking at companies and you go in and you're, you know, you're pitching, right. So we our audience is listening and they're, the majority of them are racers and they're going through the process of trying to get that opening conversation with a company. So now you've done that as a racer, Now you're doing it as an organization trying to get them to be an organizational sponsor with, with PDRA. How, what are the takeaways like when you're having those conversations, what's the biggest thing that you're always looking for to come out of them that you can take back and utilize in your racing program when it comes to the information or the questions and answers that they may give you?
0: Um, there's a lot there i will say from that initial conversation and you know as well as i do the hardest part is getting that initial Mm -hmm. conversation you know send an email out you know do a cold call or whatever but if you can get to that decision maker and get any type of response you're already ahead of the game and i think that's the most difficult part i will say working for a, a sanctioning body like pdra it's easier like I think it I personally think it's easier getting response from potential partners and companies that you reach out to than being me being the racer trying to reach out. You know, I think they see more value. I mean they look at it as a whole, you know, of a whole series compared to, you know, go
2: blow racer. Right.
0: One driver, you know. Um I I think the biggest thing I take away from it is well obviously you know when you when you start that dialogue with them you know is is really finding out what obviously their goals are and and you know you really you really got to figure all that out before you just email over a proposal that means nothing to them or it's, it lays everything out and and i know what i do with pdra even my race team too i mean you have to in this day and age it's not just emailing a marketing deck out and waiting for a response, uh, from someone to say, Oh, you know what? You know, you, you've won so many races or you're, you have this many followers on Facebook, which is of huge value now.
2: So you're telling me there's a chance, right? You know?
0: (laughs) So, so now it's like everything's so custom tailored. Um, I'll be honest with you one time and I, I hope Tommy and Judy are listening, but at the same time, I hope they're not not mad at me, but there was a company one time that that had reached out to me and it was a smaller level, not nothing huge, but um, the company expressed their interest in being involved with the PDRA. Um, They expressed their, uh, what their plan was, what they were looking to get out of partnering with the PDRA. And then they gave me a budget for it. And it didn't quite match up, you know, and and I I didn't do the deal. I didn't take the money from them because I knew their expectations wouldn't be met. And at the end of the conversation, I feel like they had way more respect for me because they're like, "Hey, he did he didn't do this because he totally has our best interest." At hand instead of saying, Oh, you know what? Yeah, let's let's do the deal, write the check. And oh yeah, I'll give you this, this, this. But at the end of the day, if you don't deliver, then you're in a situation yeah. where you've got an upset partner. You know, my motto is, and I, I had one of my uh, marketing peers who passed away a couple of years ago, but a good friend of mine, he always told me, and this was back when I was in high school and college growing up, was we're looking for a marriage, not a date. And I've tried to like carry that motto with me and whatever I do with marketing for PDRA or my race team and um, had a few dates at times, you know, but a lot of marriages with PDRA and um, I'm really excited to see the uh, retention that we have of partners on board with us right now. It's great. And we keep adding to it every
2: year. So I think a lot of people get tripped up by that when they're, Say, maybe it's a super comp team or, a, you know, even I personally, like when I was younger, I mean, I was selling a super comp team, right? So you get to the point to where you, you're talking to somebody and I mean, they got a handful of money and they're like, hey, what's it going to like? How much do you need? Like, and you say, I'm just throwing it. This isn't what I said. All now. of like, it. Like,
1: yeah. I mean, uh, 10,000 10, a race. Well, 20, what? Right? You ask me how much I need. Well, all of it.
2: Yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, I'll cut you a check for a hundred grand. Send it. And you're like, okay, sounds great. Yeah, I can do this, this, and this. And then you like, people take a step back and they're like, holy shit, I just got $100,000 for a super comp. Like, I, I can't deliver on that.
1: I mean, you mean you won't be on TV on Fox for Well, and that's just it. That's maps. what I'm
2: getting. That's what I'm getting at. Like, no, most, you won't be there. Exactly. Most people are se- are selling that when they go in there, they say, oh, well, I raised Supercomp and it, you know, they have a sportsman spotlight show every, you know, on the weekends or every other whatever from the national events. And it's like, oh, we have our own dedicated show. Great, but what are the chances of you being on that show? I mean, if you're not racing in an alcohol car, like Willie, like, I mean you you're on it a lot more than a guy that would be racing supercomp because they cater more towards the alcohol stuff. And, you know, it was a lot easier to sell when I was driving alcohol versus supercomp. But like you, you mean get, they
1: show them favoritism?
2: Yeah, no. Come
1: yeah. on. What is that? No. Is that, is that favoritism? I used I to
2: hate how they used to start showing eliminations starting second round. That used to piss me right off. Because uh, you never made it out of first round. No, dude, I did pretty well for a while there. I'm just checking. I'm no, just but checking. like, I'm but it was just hard because like you Facebook. need you need there was when I first started. Yeah, I mean, it's a little it's, it's, you got to walk before you run, man. So, but anyways what I'm getting at is like, is how do you, how do you like people take the money and they run? And then that's what puts bad tastes in mouths for these companies. And like, oh, well forget not only that guy or gal that just sold me on this, sold me a bill of goods, but then I'm not sponsoring anybody in drag racing. Cause that's a bunch of BS. Like they say one thing and then they do another, like it kind of
1: ruins it for a lot of people. Well, there's a lot of that that goes on though. I mean,
2: and not just drag racing, but I'm, I'm using it you know, yeah. as the example. I mean, it happens in, I'm sure, short track, Saturday night, modifieds or whatever it is. I mean, the guy is saying, oh, yeah, I drive a NASCAR. Do you really drive a NASCAR or do you drive on Saturday night at the local bull ring, which is cool. I'm, I mean, I'm down he for that. He drives an open
1: wheel modified. What? He drives a NASCAR open wheel modified. What do you, Who you does? drive? Your little go-kart? Who me? What, are you trying to bust on somebody? We're moving on. <laughs> well, well, why why are you digging so deep? I can't believe you're attacking some NASCAR. I'm matches. not. I'm not. Attacking All those comments need to go to hate. Oh, uh, Here we trust. go. Don, com. I'm just Dude, trying damn. to cry saying that I'm what I'm, I'm just giving people what they want, but don't hate on. Them. <laughs> I'm We're not funny. hating on them. I'm just saying, but no, do they really drive NASCAR. <laughs> So will what? So we had. <laughs> so will are you? Swing. What are you, you doing like, tonight later? You no. Know, <laughs> so <laughs> are you going to the Kalahari? Or... <laughs> be quiet. So we've had this swing, right. We've come out of COVID. The biggest. I, I mean, I have no problem admitting this. I, you know, the last half dozen companies that I've had conversations with in the last eighteen months, they've made significant swings and pushes to their e-commerce platform. They're more because, you know, we're not, we can't go to grocery stores. We can't go to retail, whatever the case was. Right. So how are they, how are they able to, you know, increase their sales? So they, they took removed large percentage chunks of their marketing budget and advertising and shoved. How, how have you been looking at the feedback you've been getting from companies on how you're going to, how you're going to be able to, let's say, overcome those objections from the organizational standpoint at PDRA to get these companies that are so significantly invested in e-commerce to come over and be part of a sanctioning body?
0: Yeah, I think the – and obviously, we, we've we all seen that all happen across the board. And uh, the the biggest thing we've increased this year as – I'm sure – I know you've been following what we're doing. We added a social media team to our you know, um, efforts to uh, continue to expand the PDRA, and and that's been a lot of it because I've had a lot of partners uh, that we've had these discussions that they're uh, focusing more in this area, and it's, it, it's kind of the greater value that we deliver right now is through our so- <coughs> social networks, excuse me, and – you know, because everything is, like you said, going online, pushing online sales, you know, and uh, a lot of partners at Renewal this past year have kind of expressed that and what I've learned through our meetings. So we've been pushing a little more over that. But at the same time, um, you know, we still have our partners come out on the midway and we, you know, for activation points, they're on site, uh, but definitely seeing a lot of online activation you know whether it's through social media, e-blast sending out product uh, promo codes, offers to the racers. You know um, that's definitely been a increase that I've seen from last year into this year for sure.
1: Yeah, Cam does a lot of promo codes. They're just never for a racers and rental cars podcasts. They're always for <laughs> Jet and his bicycle, and Angie's got a new clothing line coming out. Oh my! God. <laughs> I'm just making <laughs> jokes now. Nonetheless, so so how do you move that? You you've you've worn that hat. You've had that meeting. You you got that information, and now it's five o'clock, and you close your MacBook down and you head home to the Harada Motorsports shop and you've got your Will Smith, the driver, I've got to figure out how to make the next next six races. How do you take that information and try to implement it? Because we're not e-commerce. We're out here. We're, we're, we're personable, right? We're, we're trying to do customer conversion and increase, you know, and plant the seed and increase loyalty within customers for products and brands. And now you've got to come out here to the racetrack and you've got to sell that. How do you, what, what's your focus of how you try to spin that?
0: Well, as, as you know, I launched my own website earlier in the year. So that was a large, uh, uh, part of creating more value for our partners. And we, we definitely increased our social media f- efforts last year, Dave, and myself, or our not only personal brands, but our team brands and, and, uh, we, we put a lot of focus there, uh, and, and that's carrying over into this year. So that's been a, that's been a, you know, large focus of ours. Um, I, I can tell you, unfortunately, I don't have enough time in the day to really, um, do everything I'd like to do. Everything that I need, know needs to be done. Uh, because most times in the evenings, um, I'm i at the race shop and I'm putting an engine together or servicing the truck and trailer or the car, you know, and and not making excuses, but it's, um, it's a full-time gig just to do marketing for a team, and and as much as, uh, that I know about marketing and, and have the experience for, it's like in our race program, I, I kind of run out of time during the day, you know, so I wish I had more time in the day, um. I'm not saying I or we do a bad job at what we do, but I always feel like I could do better, you know? Right. Um, so that's been a focus of mine is managing time better, figuring out, um, stepping outside the box, figuring out ways to create more value for partners. I have a couple of partners, just like as you spoke earlier, Cam, about the $100,000 deal for the race pack. Now it's not that, let me back up and say that, but, but the fact of the matter is, you know, they, you know, I have relationships with these people and these companies and, and they want to help me out. And then I have others that are, you know, we got contracts to that, you know, sign on the dotted line. Here's what you get for X amount of dollars type thing. So, um, you know, we've got partners of all different types. And, uh, you know, it, it's, definitely, uh, um, it's definitely a lot of work to really, um, put it all together, you know, on, on just social platforms, you know. Um, I wish I was a lot better at it. You know what I mean? That's that's well, an area that I strive to improve on daily. Uh, but I, I I feel deep down that I'm nowhere close to where I should be. And there's a lot of people doing a great job with it. And
2: no, there is definitely a lot of people that do a great job. And you know, I I'm with you. I, I my social media, I'll be the first one to tell you lacks because I just like you say, you're busy, you you have other things going on. And, you know, but at the end of the day, you're like, shoot, like, that's my brand. Like, that's my business. I really should probably get back on that. And then you work on it for a little while. And then you're like, oh, well, I got to like make actual money and pay my electric bill. And then you're like, oh, wait, I got to, I got to pay for this next race or, you know, like, so it's,
1: I get it. I, I feel you, man. I feel you. Yeah, Cam typically realizes that why he's changing a baby diaper, but nonetheless. Yes,
2: yes. if I charge for my daddy daycare services, I'd be driving top field for the next 20 years.
1: I still think you need to open a daycare, but nonetheless.
2: Dude, could you imagine? Oh. It would be like Big Daddy. Like, I spilled. Just get some newspaper. It's over there. You'll be fine.
1: <laughs> of course, you being Jack Frost, that's how you're going to make your analogy for daddy Daycare is to bring up another movie. Just saying all right well so we'll (laughs) ridiculous (laughs) so when you are looking at it from a driver's standpoint cam and i have talked about this on the show with other like let's say sportsman level racers or classes or categories if you will across the country do you do you consider parada motorsports a national level team or a regional level team when you're looking for and, you know starting those relationships or, or cultivating new sponsorships
0: I definitely look at it as a national level um, <clears throat> I think the brand that they have created over the course of what 50-60 years you know that Kenny Hirata and the team have, and and Dave and, and Miss Chio you know me and Dave always talk about it. it's always Kenny and Dave but Miss Chio she's the boss lady she's got all the money so um, and loves racing as much as we do um the the value there I, I think is tremendous because there's a story attached to it. Um people people talk about their story, Kenny and Chio's story all along. Uh Dave's got a great story. It's an honor for me to drive for that team uh because I'm a I'm an old soul. <laughs> That's what Amanda Bustick and I talk about. We're both old souls, you know, and I'm like, I, I just love sport of drag race and where we came from. Um, hopefully we can continue going in that direction too. Um, but having the chance to to drive for this team was a very big step for me because I think it has a ton of extra marketing value there because of the story. You know, we all have a story. we all have a brand. And I think they've done a great job with their brand. Um, great parts, resources, great team. Um, uh, our every everything the way we all gel it's it's perfection in my book nothing's perfect but that's how i look at it and uh so when i go to you know potential partners it's all based on a national level deal i mean and and the and the thing is hey more money you bring in more nationals you run type you know so it's like um you know we want to continue to grow our team together and uh, I know. I mean, Dave and I are partners on this deal, as as he says, and and that's, you know, we work well together. I live on the guy's couch. I'm I'm thankful that he lets me shack up with him for the year, you know, and I I, I do it the hard way, you know, uh, a lot of the times, or really all the time. Um, but you but live I with him too. I do. So during the year, from like January to. Into October, November, he lets me stay with him in Lowell, Indiana. So I'm from Alabama, so I, <laughs> I sleep on his couch in his living room, and uh, he's my bro, and
2: and nice time and uh,
0: fresh you know, so- fresh
2: yeah. Prince from Lowell, Indiana.
0: That's right. <laughs> so being having the job with PDRA you know allows me to work from pretty much anywhere, as long yeah, as yeah. You got access, you know. So that's that's been great. But I was always such a fan of the Haradas growing up. Like when I was a little kid I and mean, I, I was a racer that followed all the different classes, not just top fuel, funny car or whatever, just every class sportsman, to pros, everything. And uh, they were always my favorite. Dave was a cool guy, you know, and I'm like, the guy could drive. He had a fast car. He looked cool. He's always unique. Models. Always had. Yeah. Yeah. And, crazy and, socks, the whole shebang. Right. Yeah. So he had a cool brand and, and, it, and it's funny that, we became friends years and years ago when I worked for Shannon Jenkins and Mike Castellana and, and uh, we just hit it off and became really, really good friends. And uh, like a year or so ago, we were talking and I said, you know, something it's crazy. When, after I kind of went back and told him this whole story, I'm like, this is totally crazy. Like there should be a book written about us or my story or our story. You know, the fact is like, I followed you as a kid growing up. Like I thought the Haradas were just awesome, you know? And I like fast forward all these years, I'm sleeping on your couch, putting motors together for you and driving your car. And, and, you know, I'm like, man, this is stuff you only dream about, you know,
2: that's pretty cool.
0: I'm very blessed. Very thankful
2: for. It. Well, elaborate on that a little bit. Cause some of the listeners might not know like your story per se. How did you, like what's your Don likes to call it your 30 second elevator pitch into drag racing? Like, did you start in juniors? Did you, you know, what what's your
0: So I I ran juniors for 10 years from start to finish. I uh, in the meantime, when I actually when I was fourteen, I started working for Steve Johnson, pro stop bike rider some. And for a few years, I mean I'm still really close with him, but uh, my mom would take Well, it's up. the Alabama
2: thing, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like from an hour from my shop. So, and Steve is actually the reason that I got into marketing, believe it or not. He, he, when I made the decision to pursue a marketing degree, it came from Steve Johnson. So I owe so much to him. And, uh, when I was in my late teens, I was working for Shannon Jenkins and their team, uh, which was based in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And then, uh, I went to school full time at Alabama, got my marketing degree there. And, uh, Went on the road full time with them, crewing on the car, managing the race team, and then when they reacquired SpeedTech Nitrous, so I moved over there, was a marketing manager there mm-hmm. for three years. And then I got to the point where I'm like, okay, well, here's my goals, you know, and I, I wanted to drive full time, and that wasn't really an opportunity there, um, so then I took the job with PDRA, which was completely 180 from where I wanted to go, <laughs> but it led me exactly to where I needed to be, you know, and it provided the opportunity for that. So that's awesome. Uh, I, I've been fortunate to, from while in high school, at the end of high school, to work drag racing, and now at 31 years old, I'm doing it full time. So
2: that's awesome. Cool. Do you plan on staying in the alcohol ranks, or do you want to drive top fuel? Like, what oh, what's your goals and aspirations?
0: I, I definitely want to drive a top fuel car or fuel funny car. I love funny cars too, but, uh, I am actually, uh, working on, you know, trying to get everything in order to try to get a license at some point. Um, now where it goes from there, I don't know, but uh, my commitment and, you know, is, is to con- continue, driving for the Haradas. Uh, we definitely want to do that, but, you know, Dave knows my ultimate goals there too. And he's supportive of that. And,
2: and It's awesome. Yeah, I can and, tell you, it's, uh, going from an a fuel car to a top fuel car it, you have to at least experience it like just for a license because from two to 400 feet yeah palmer yeah. told me that
0: you know, <laughs> talking about it and scott's like man i you, you need to get in one you need to you got to get your license and and he actually said that about dave he's like we got to get dave in there too as many as long as long as he's been driving he's like man we got to get him in the car too
2: yeah especially like i mean you've experience they feel a bunch so it's like you know when you drop a hole the things they just nose over all the time i mean that's the nature right. of an a fuel car but like the biggest surprise when i drove a top fuel car was like holy crap if the track was five miles long this thing would not stop pulling like you'd be going five thousand wow. miles an hour like it's nuts like i mean that's just a feeling obviously you're not gonna do that but like it's just holy crap like it i mean it's only gonna stop when you step off the gas or it blows up, you know, whatever comes first, usually blowing up. But, um, especially it, yeah. For you. yeah. Yeah. You're talking about you, me or him. You take it easy there, bro. Why <laughs> take, take it easy.
0: You know, it's, it's, uh, the more laps I've had, you know, I'm really comfortable in the car and, and Dave and our guys really, helped me feel that way you know and there's really no reason i shouldn't be um it's funny i'm gonna tell a a story on myself right now true story um i probably should be embarrassed to say it or i'm really not but i think dave was like what the crap you know but anyway in 2019 we were here in norwalk um we were you know, it just, it was like our day, you know, we ultimately got to the final round and, and lost to Troy Coughlin Jr. But uh remember the semifinals, we had to run Dwayne Shields and uh, I'm like, man, this is going to be a tough round. I never raced Dwayne before, but you know, he's a form- former world champ and they got a great team and uh, you know, we were in the right lane and uh, left the starting line and, I'm pretty attentive looking at stage bulbs, you know, I can tell when I feel like I left on someone, you know, and, and uh, I felt it put a cylinder out. And I just happened in my peripheral vision could see the Sunoco vision down track. So honestly, I'm going half track at like 220, 225, and I'm looking at looking the at screen. The and I'm like, yeah, I, f- I feel it's got a hole out on the right side. Like I totally saw that. And then I see Dwayne shoots her out early, which they ended up having a problem with their uh, shutoff device, you know. So pulled the shoots, and we went slow. We went like 555. I had like a hole out the whole time. But anyway, man, I was really excited. I'm like, hey, we're going to the final round. So we get back to the trailer and you know, everybody's excited. And Dave says, did you feel it had a hole out? And I said, yeah, I said, I felt it. I said, I actually saw it on Sunoco vision. <laughs> he he kind of looked at me like had this look on his face and I'm like, what he said, well, did you know what happened to him? I said, yeah, I could see he had his shoots out too. <laughs> he goes, pay attention. And I'm like, I was, I mean, it was just slow motion for me, you know? And I'm like, I'm just comfortable in the car that, You know, you could you could glance and see that, but it is
2: weird sometimes when they place for people that don't drag race that listen to the show. They place the Sunoco Vision sometimes literally like on the track, like three quarters of the way down the track, and you can literally watch your. It's a trip, and you're like, man, this is just awkward as all hell. But yeah, yeah, that's that's a good story. I like that. (laughs) I like that.
1: Cam's never seen himself on Sunoco Vision, just on the big screen. No.
2: Whatever it takes, buddy.
1: Whatever it takes. Buy it, don't burn it. That, exactly. <laughs> right. Buy it. Don't burn it. Don't download. Buy it. Yeah. Nonetheless, well, we'll we appreciate you coming by and hanging out for a little while. Gonna have a good weekend, better weekend than you had last weekend. That's sure. my that's that's our push for you. But before You, you and go, Don
2: are in the same pool right now as for as of last weekend. Uh so we're gonna fix that, is what it we sounds both, like.
1: What we both suck?
2: Yes. So I I
1: do.
2: So. yeah. Well, Don, <laughs> I Don't have an engine. Don so didn't well, get I, the opportunity to suck. So he sucks too. So uh this weekend. You guys, this week, because that won't get to you race. Get, you guys are get, you're not racing this week? No, we didn't get oh race. okay. Well, Will, you gotta carry the torch for racers and rental cards this week. It sounds exactly. like to
0: try, man.
2: All right. <laughs> exactly. We'll do Exactly. All right. Well, look, before, all our all eyes are on you. All six listeners are um, this on is on you pressure's
1: on right yeah this is like way different than the c main at <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this is like way different hey we sponsored that ish don't be don't be bagging. i know anything. i know i know i know couldn't well, be we'll, more proud to sponsor the c main i'm just saying that's it well we're, we got the mullet man rocking and rolling so that's what we'll have for the racers and rental cars podcast for this event we'll have the mullet man but before you go you got to answer a couple questions. No guest gets to leave without answering the questions. Uh-oh. First question: You get to send one Christmas card to anybody in motorsports, dead or alive. Who are you sending it to?
0: It's got to be my man Eddie Hill.
1: Oh, he's my
0: right here. That's where I got Will the Thrill from. Nice. Will
1: the Thrill.
2: And uh, you drive a yellow. Well, is it yellow? It's not yellow anymore. It's kind of yellow. It's uh, got yellow on yeah, it. Yeah, Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. I'm Like, ah, whatever. There's a like kind of a lot he's of He's the
0: man. He, he's he's been my hero from day one, man. I Next. mean, I well, I have multiple ones, but he's he's up there at the
1: top. Eddie about. the Hill. That's the first time Eddie Hill's gotten a Christmas card from anyone, any one of our guests <laughs> on Racers and Rental Cars. I like and that. I remember though. Eddie Hill with Super Shops. Yes. Yeah. Super mm-hmm. Shops and yep. Pennzoil. Uh, Yep, that's it. All right, second question. This is the one that always stumps people. Uh-oh. So tough. You get to send one WTF card to anybody in motorsports. Who are you sending it to and why? A what?
2: <laughs> he's from Alabama. Uh, Can you uh, define that He's for him, from please?
1: Alabama and I'm from North Carolina. And this is going to be bad. It. This is ridiculous. WTF I, card. One WTF card. Who are you sending it to? Oh man what the why? i
0: I could think of a couple right now but I'm really not gonna comment on it honestly, <laughs> because uh,
2: nobody listens to the <laughs> show anyway, so you might as well just tell I, mean, <laughs> I can't do it
0: <laughs> what I just can't do it. next question, please.
1: there's only two <laughs>
0: <laughs> make a third I don't know
1: <laughs> what are you are you kidding me you really don't have a wtf card no why? I don't know. I mean, I. Everybody has gotten the WTF card Glenn Cromwell, Peter Clifford, Josh <laughs> Peterson, Mike Helton, um, Mr. Kennedy, Bill France, Larry Dixon, Steve Torrance. I, I mean, Eric Enders, Chris McGahey, Kyle, Kyle Larson, Kyle Bush. I mean, the freaking <laughs> list is long of people that have gotten WTF cards on this show. We even had an executive from Coca Cola that gave Coca Cola the WTF card for leaving <laughs> NHRA. I mean, we don't hold back around here. This is our own version of Dr. Phil. This is like, oh, you know, yeah. you bear your soul right here and you feel better about it. You're able to sleep at night.
0: Yeah, but I, I feel the opposite. I feel like if I put
2: that out there, I won't be able to sleep. tomorrow.
1: <laughs> Why? They're not going to come out until listening. Saturday. You're
2: fine. Dude. It's, yeah, not, it <laughs> dropped gonna till Saturday. it's not like
1: they're going to come down there and knock on the trailer door. <laughs> Why'd you give me the WTF card?
0: <laughs> well, and now there's like so many going through my mind.
1: See, um, that's even better. We like big pool choices. Hmm. This is why Will Smith will never run for office.
0: Yeah. Oh, definitely not.
1: <laughs> Spit it out, Elroy. He's like, but man, was she hot? Ah
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I don't have anything specific. Like
1: you don't have one person that you're like, just one more time.
0: Okay, I'll tell you the situation. I'm not naming the person. That's uh- right. There there, there there is there is a person who uh has had a tendency to come up to me and, and in the staging lanes and and talk about staging procedures and things like that. So I, I'm not going to name the name. I'm just going to, (laughs) but you know, what they don't understand is like, I'm running through
2: the alcohol Rolodex right now. I don't have
0: a set procedure. I'll play any game, anybody wants to. And the best thing you can do to me is tell me, don't do something or, Oh, Hey, this is how I do this. Then I make mental note of that cuz I'm a racer. So, I'm not going to name the name but blown guy
2: or I'm going to go with it's the blown guy. <laughs> it's got to be a blown guy. yeah. Yeah, see I, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: so we'll uh, leave it at that. When I, I right, get but, when I give you two throttle wax, put your stuff in the beams.
0: Hey, I <laughs> I'll go in quick. I you know, it it don't matter. So, I like to mix it up a little bit, you know? Cuz last yeah. thing I will, I mean, I'm not going to get in the set route. You don't want to be
1: predictable. Like nope. Don't want to be predictable. Absolutely All right. Not. So, so I'm like sure. our buddy PJ
2: says, don't, <laughs> he don't split, so don't ask to make deals, man. He don't. He's not out there to make deals. This is not right. us make a deal. It's this is here to I win. Yeah, That's I'm it. out here try
0: to win. That's and do the best
1: I hey.
2: can for for my team. Hey, you don't got to tell me that, buddy.
1: <laughs> yeah, <Same>. well, <laughs> I guess Will Smith's name's gonna go on the list of the. First. I mean, I
2: could probably I could probably go through the division list and probably figure out who it is, but.
1: Well, they probably told you the same thing. Put your stuff in the beams, but nonetheless, uh, well, we'll on your we'll, life, pal. Will tell everybody as you exit stage left where to follow you on social media. You and the team, and we'll wish you good luck for the weekend.
0: I appreciate that very much. And check us out at WillSmithMotorsports.com, uh, Will Smith Motorsports, Facebook, Instagram, uh, WSM thirteen twenty on Twitter and then Harada motorsports facebook instagram and Motorsports.com. so that's all of our channels and i thank you very much cam and don for the opportunity to be here tonight i apologize i'll let you down on the last question um, that I'm going to figure it out the first I, things that came to I'll mind but out. i'm just i'm gonna, you know i'm a very easygoing guy i'm not going to start anything but
2: nobody I, listens Especially in the alcohol ranks, I mean. Especially in the yeah. alcohol
1: ranks, I can I'm, I can I'm only think, keep my thoughts to
2: myself and just. If he's do. a blown
1: guy, he ain't listening to this. He show. definitely just, is not. I'm, I'm the yeah. There's no blow. <laughs> Sean Cowie's not listening. <laughs> Joey Severance is not listening. None of these guys are listening. That's not happening.
0: Well, okay, let me back up. And say the the problem is I didn't see anything. I did wrong. Everybody yeah, I can't. Said can't that.
1: Cam like, had the same outcome, too. It didn't work too You know well. what I mean? Like, yeah.
0: People just don't want to pick on you about stuff, you know, trying to mess your hey, game.
1: Again, you don't got to tell me, it. bud. <laughs> it's right deep on the side of it next time. That's right. Right. <laughs> yep, that's what we do.
0: Oh, you guys are the best. Yeah. Well, thanks Thank
1: for Thanks for coming by, Will. Wish you and Dave and the whole Harada team and PDRA. Yep. Best wishes and good luck.
2: Major Thank luck you this much. weekend. I appreciate it, guys. Hold the to- carry the
1: torch for us, buddy.
0: Hey, we're gonna got try. To. <laughs> I can promise you
1: that. All right, Cam, you cannot, you cannot, uh, you you cannot diminish the amount of energy and effort that somebody with Will Smith that's got his titles and his responsibilities across a racing organization, as well as a race car driver out here chasing his passion and dream, while he's still trying to chase companies to impact pdra drag racers and their passion and dreams so um, i mean i gotta say i mean he just he's that badass he just dropped the mic and he's like i'm out dog. <laughs> walks off i mean gone. What else? Uh, i mean he's out i mean god it's, <laughs> it's not it's not like we had to hit the gong or anything yeah. he's gone he got gone. The, the mullet left the smell behind him and he's gone there you go he got the, he's, he's had
2: to go hit the double pits of chesty on the ax and he's straight to the Kalahari right now. He's going to he's he go just, get six chicks and he's going to go. Yeah. He's yeah, going he to set him himself up, up for a big weekend.
1: Out the door. Like he a boss to the bar. That's so what he should be doing. There you go. Yeah.
2: No, on well, a lot. Uh, yeah, no, he's super cool cat. I'm glad you're able to wrangle him in for, for tonight and uh, for our, our listeners. And uh, hopefully he'll kick
1: some ass this weekend. I hope so too. And yes, indeed. Uh, we apologize for being off last week. It's this thing called life that we're trying to navigate and sometimes it just doesn't work out too well. Yeah, but
2: no- I, I'm going to chalk it up to, Hey, we don't really have a season. Like we don't do 10 episodes and then take like nine months off. Like most all podcasts do. We pretty well just <laughs> kind of just run through like whenever. So sometimes, you know, we call in sick and we're sorry.
1: Call an audible. Yeah. We just hey, mulligan. It, Boom. I cannot believe how many episodes we have in the iTunes library, but uh, we greatly appreciate everybody. On. of 130.
2: Can you believe that?
1: I uh, do. It's the list just keeps growing and how people keep downloading. We're grateful. Thank you very much. Uh, we cannot end the show without giving huge props to Heartland Motorsports Park and their bracket bash. Travis Hilton and his team. It is coming up soon. Cam, tell them all about it. I'm going to go get a drink of water and get ready. Yeah, okay. To, uh, no, I'm going to hold the mic this weekend, my friend. I don't have Dude, a race to drive. There's plenty of water in Michelob Ultra that you drink. So, there um, is. You'll, you'll be all right. There is, but I'm going to be holding the mic this weekend on NHRA.TV for the Division Three Regional North Central Division event here hear the cavalcade of stars, and I'll get to announce this weekend and I'm looking If I for don't
2: hear day. at least six racers and rental cars subtle plugs, I'm turning you off.
1: Six. I like it. Two yeah. a day. I like it. That's yeah. easy. Morning, morning and night.
2: Okay. Yeah. When nobody's Five. listening. Yeah. Six and six. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. No. See, you can, if you're announcing for alcohol, you could just say, oh, we just happened to have Will Smith on our show this weekend. That's right. Absolutely. We're going to slide it in there. No, but if all I, of you guys are looking for something to do on July 15th don't miss out on the largest paying bracket race in Kansas for 2021. The house of speed shootout at Heartland park Motorsports park. Again, it's July 15th through the 18th paying a guaranteed 10 20 and $10,000 Friday, Saturday and Sunday for only 399 bucks, no box box door car and box dragster will run separate until 16 or one remaining no box car. Double entry and first round buybacks for all three days are available. Testing for $40 on Thursday, the 15th prior to running the, for $10,000 a win, $20,000 a win and $10,000 to win Friday through Sunday, July 15th. Don't forget at Heartland Park Motorsports Park and make sure you visit heartlandmotorsports.us slash shootout for full event details and pre-register and save some bucks if you do that. So Travis, I wish I was there, but I don't have a car just yet. I really wanted to actually come because my wife is uh, really wanting to go racing, but our car is just not quite done yet. A couple more weeks. So hopefully we'll take delivery on the weekend of your race. And then next year, it's going to be such a success that we'll have to hit you up next year.
1: Well, I'll be rolling through the gates as all of the winners will be rolling out as we head into the double the following week after the bracket race. So uh, looking forward to uh, everybody being out there taking part, Travis and his team putting on some solid money in the Midwest in the summertime. I'm sure he's going to uh, throw down and not disappoint. And nonetheless, Cam, dude. I hope you have a great 4th of July weekend with the wife, the kids, the fireworks. Yeah, don't, don't blow your finger off. Yep, do not blow your finger off. <laughs> do not do that. Uh, let the fireworks be handled by the experts. Yes. Uh, so uh, you have a great weekend. We greatly appreciate our sponsors, NGK and KN Filters, for being involved in the show. And Cam, dude, I will see you next
2: week. Cool. Sounds good. Um, yeah, don't blow your fingers off this weekend. Have fun in the in the booth. I'm sorry that your is not done, but uh, yeah, again, major uh, thank you and props to you, K&N filters and NGK and TK for uh, all that they do for us. Along with Voice America, we uh, really appreciate uh, helping produce the show and getting it to from our mouths to your ears. So um, yeah, we'll see you next week if Don decides to. Get the internet and, you know, maybe go home or something. If not, he'll be at the bar at the Kalahari if you need him. See ya.
1: The track, the drag strip, the desert challenge. K&N filtration is found wherever there's racing. It teaches us what works. Every mile of lessons go into every K&N filter so every filter
2: can go to the finish. Until May 31st, special discounts on K&N Air, Oil, and Cabin Filters. Available participating resellers and on knfilters.com. Thank you for downloading this episode of Racers and Rental Cars. This episode has been brought to you in part by Streetway Marketing and Media, Voice America, for all of your podcasting needs, K&N Air Filters. Manscaped.com, CBDMD, Motion Raceworks, and LB Trailer Sales. Be sure to use the RIRC promo code at any of the listed sponsors. We pre- They appreciate your business, and we'll see you next week.